Hey, have you ever heard of MyPillow? I'm sure you have. It's on all the commercials that you can see on TV. Well, I'm a user of MyPillow. I used to have migraines, real bad neck aches, but MyPillow helped me in such a way that I don't get migraines and I have to use MyPillow every time I go to bed. I even take it when I go on a trip. My wife and I have to have our pillows, the MyPillow with us wherever we go. You can get the MyPillow too by going to MyPillow.com. Mike Lindell is a Christian, he's a good man, and he produced a very good product. I am advertising MyPillow for free for him, and if I were you, I would buy a MyPillow. I'm doing it because I know it works, it's a great product, and it'll be a great blessing to you and to whoever you buy it from. God bless, and go to MyPillow.com and order MyPillow or wherever you go and you see a MyPillow, buy the MyPillow and watch. You will be blessed. Hey everybody on Podcast Lands, David coming at you with a new podcast. <clears throat> well, it's Friday. Yeehaw! What does Friday mean to you, folks? Well, I'll tell you, as I'm getting older, it doesn't mean much more than just a day. Another day that you can get a good night's sleep. <laughs> That's about it. One more day to praise the Lord, I guess. So, how are you all doing out there? I want to say thanks to my sponsor still. Sponsoring these podcasts. Sorry, they're just very few lately I'm really trying to get that back on track and uh, I just need your guys' prayer in that issue Uh, a lot of stuff's been going on in my life health wise and everywhere else in life it just seems like setbacks are everywhere you try to overcome one setback and you get 10 more it seems like and you know with winter upon us it's hard already with the cold weather you know nobody wants to move around in the cold weather snow and freezing rain and all the fun stuff and right now I'm in the middle of my garage I took a break I'm cleaning the garage I'm trying to get a spot opened up so I can park the Cadillac in here for the winter so we don't have to keep pulling it out in uh, cold weather you know with snow on it and have to clean the windows off we can just back out of the garage and it's clean for morning for school taking the kids to school so that's what I'm doing at this moment folks cleaning the garage a lot of fun stuff, I guess, you know, something what we accumulate in life, you know, I think most of it's just a junk, you know, as you get older, you don't get to use the stuff you used to once use, and after you die, you pass it on to somebody else anyway, so, you know, it's not that important really, life is not about gathering things, folks, and the relationships that you have with people, that's another issue. You know, you really got to work on relationships with people. And um, that's really hard when you're working with people that don't want relationships back or they have a different view of a relationship than what you think. And it's it's almost like tug of war. A house divided cannot stand, the Bible says, you know. Two cannot walk unless they agree, you know. And the blind cannot lead the blind because if they do, they both end up in the ditch. There were a few different verses uh, I kind of spoke, not out of context, just spoke them. But you have to be in agreement with people when you're walking with them. I believe most of my life, I've walked with many people over my life. I've done it so many different ways. And it's really hard to do in this, in this world is to work with people. 
it's really it's one really hard thing to do you know as a young person I took the rebellious route and I just did things any old way any way I wanted to do them I just did them and the consequences were sure to follow and they did and you know you end up in a jail cell or you end up with a, a score, scored record and you look at yourself at, after you grow up and you realize man that's a road I should not have went and so God redeems people like that to tell like with the megaphone to say hey stop doing what you're doing where you're what you're doing is going to cause you to go to a road that you don't want to go and if you listen, you know, you can change your life for the better. But if you don't listen, you're going to walk over that cliff. And I hate to say this, folks, but the majority of people I talk to, they don't care. They say they do, but they don't care. I've preached, preached many, many years, and I don't even count myself a, a, a great preacher. Like, I've never looked out there to be like this mega preacher that, you know, had millions of followers or even thousands or even hundreds of followers. I was always of the person that even if I had to do one Bible study with a one person one-on-one, -on -one, I would do it. I would spend time just with that one person. But over years, you know, Jesus said, you know, they persecuted me, they're going to persecute you because you're not greater than the teacher. You're not greater than the master. And as a young person, you know, you just look at that like words and they don't really have a lot of meaning until it really happens. And they do persecute you, folks. The one-on-ones do persecute you. I find if people don't get their way, they lash out. They're mean. They say very bad things. Most of the words that cast out of people's mouth, they cannot return. And most people don't know that. But yet they let it go. They launch them forth. They launch sayings, statements, accusations, back and forth. And before too long, there's, there's words out there that you can never take back. And it's too late. The sad thing is, is we all have feelings and emotions. We all have our trigger points. We all have that, that line drawn in the sand, so to speak, that if this person crosses this line, I'm going to do this. And through exercise, you can stretch that line farther back or farther forward, however you want to look at it. Through trials and tribulations, you can move that line. But there's always going to be a line there, I find, folks. There's always going to be a spot that you will have a trigger. There's always going to be a spot that you're going to have a failure. There's always going to be a spot that you cannot achieve. There's always going to be something in life that's going to be out of your reach, unattainable. You're going to try your hardest. You're going to do your best. Doesn't mean you're any less than the person next to you. You know, as I'm getting older, I'm realizing my achievements are not greater than your achievements. My knowledge is not greater than your knowledge. My experience is not greater than your experience. We all have these. We all have sufficient to our life. We all have that moments where we, we could say, I wish I had more experience. I wish I had more money. I wish I had more whatever you want. And we all have that lack. We all are in a lacking place. You know why, folks? You know why that line will never move? You know why you'll always lack? You know why you'll never always be sufficient for that next person? You might meet the needs of this hundred people, but the next hundred people that come in your life, you're not going to meet their needs. You're not going to achieve what they want. You're going to fall short. It's because you're in the flesh. It's because we're not redeemed. It's because we have not been saved up into heaven in that glorious body. 
We have not been transformed. And then that itself, we don't have all the answers. We have some glimpses of it here and there in the Bible. We have men of the same prestige as you and I that stand up and say, I know the answer and you need to come to buy my book and you need to come follow me and you need to listen to me because I have the answer. We have those that say, I come back from the dead. I've seen heaven. I've lived through it all. We have those that have lineages, grandparents, great-grandparents, fathers, mothers that have been in the, in the name of Jesus that can probably translate their past all the way to the time of Jesus. And yet, they're going to fall short, folks. I say in their bragging, they fell short already. But that's not the answer. All your knowledge, all your answers you can give people, because that's all knowledge is. Knowledge by itself is just a book that's sitting on a shelf not read. That's all knowledge is. Knowledge is only really important when you are applying it. And there's so many people that are by themselves with so much knowledge that are useless. They're a useless tool. They're just a tool in a toolbox waiting for the master to hold, to use. That's the purpose of knowledge and people is so when God comes to your city, when God comes to your home, when God comes to your life and knocks on your door and says, I have a need of you this day. I have a need for this this day. And you present to him your sacrifice and he can say I can use your sacrifice for this much I can do this much with your sacrifice and if you would have done a little bit more you would have been able to give him a little bit more sacrifice if you would have done a little bit more in your life you would have gave him a little bit more of your life to use to reach more people out there that's what it amounts to folks You know, our relationship with God only matters between you and God. Too many times we evaluate our walk with God by the way people view us, the way people perceive us. You know, that person's perception of me is how I view myself with God. And I say that's wrong. I don't care what a hundred people say that I am. It's what God says that I am. It's what God says that you are. I don't care if a million people are of one persuasion and they come knock on your house and say, you are this person. You say to them, no, I am what God says I am. We have examples in the Bible, Daniel, you know, whole kingdom worshiping one thing. He stands up against it and says, no, I'm not like that. And he gets shunned. He gets punished. He gets thrown in the lion's den. Joseph, another one, Comes to his brothers, you know, doing what his father sent him to do. And next thing you know, he's being punished. You know, in my life, I am not perfect. You know, I'm reminded of this from people all the time. You know, I always get reminded of how my failures, all my misachievements, the things I didn't attain to, the things I can't amount to. I'm always reminded of that. I'm always reminded of, you know, the lack that I have, the lack that I've been granted in my family in my surroundings in my character i'm i'm always reminded of my flaws my failures but i don't let that determine who i am inside and the sad thing is is those people that say those things that act out that way that are 
lashing out saying those things will never know who I am because that person will always be inside and God's the only one that will ever know that person. And that's the same thing with you folks. People are missing out in your walk with them by the way they treat you. If you treat people bad, you might never get to know that person. You know, I remember as a kid, I was picking on somebody one time at a park. And his mom came up and said, hey, why are you doing this? And I was just mean. I just, like, I didn't have an answer. And so she sat me down. She gave me Popsicle. She talked to me. And then we started playing, me and her son. And after a while, I started feeling really bad of what I was doing. Because I realized they were just, she was a single mom raising this boy. They didn't have a lot of money. They were very poor. I was being mean to him because he was different. And I shouldn't have done that. And I learned my lesson by the way she explained it to me, talked to me, and was telling me, you know, how my actions, what they were doing. And it caused me to change course. It made an impression in my life to the fact where I'm telling you that story right now. And I believe his name was Chris. And, you know, he was, he was to end up being a good friend for a long time until they moved away. I don't know if it was from a divorced parents. I don't know what it was, but something was causing him to be living by himself with his mom in a broken home. So what I'm saying today, folks, is keep that person that's inside you with God. Don't let other people persuade you that you're not that person. Because God says who you are. It's who you are to God. It's who God says you are. Keep your walk with God between you and God. Hold it up to God. Yeah, yeah, I hear those voices. Yeah, but you got to be a disciple to the people. Your relationship matters to God is how your relationship is matter with people. I know all those scriptures, folks. I know all them. I hear all them. I live all them. But if you want to really boil everything down... What I just told you about between you and God, that's how it is. And you can say all the fancy slogans, put all the nice sayings on your wall. You can hang up all the nice doorposts on your outside of your wall so people see that in this house we worship the Lord. In this house, happiness survives. Whatever the slogan is, whatever the bumper sticker you put on your car, whatever the hat you wear, you know, that's just a display to other people. But what they don't see inside you what you might be protecting from people you might be hiding from people because of the hurt that they cause because of the hurt they may cause that's between you and God and God knows who you are and God loves you he loves you and he always will love you and I wanted to just say that to you guys today just love you guys I want to say a prayer for you all out there my listeners and say God bless Lord Jesus right now I ask you to anoint my listeners right now with the anointing from you, the Father. Please bless them today, God. Bless them in their hearts, Lord, deep inside the hurts they might have acquired over their life, growing up as a kid to a teenager to an adult, the things of loss that they might have went through, the the pain and grief, the sorrows. I ask you to touch them now today, Lord. Bless them from all over the walk of this world, in the country of the United States, all over every state. Bless them now. And I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless.